I'm a, I'm a big headphone guy. I don't like the cans. You don't like cans? Well, I just can't afford them. You could. No, you can't. I just I got nothing left. How much were the hip? How much were the hip waiters? The hip waiters, thirty bucks. Cans. How did you know? Would be less. How did you know I got hip waiters? You said you said it uh, last last show we did, or you you've met you you mentioned to me before. That's how I knew. Hmm. Did I show you the giant fish that I caught? Yeah. Hmm. Okay. Well, that takes the fun out of that one. What, do you want me to validate you like all the other men in your life validated you? Be like, oh, wow, that's a pretty big fish. Be nice. You know, work hard at something. What could I say that hasn't been said before? I expect the same thing. Those are some pretty big fish. Couple questions. Did you put it on the uh, the Google image search for Mesquabi? Like, uh, for fish brain, I'm actually thinking I'm not doing it because I don't want to bring too much attention to the lake. Oh, you're worried if people see a big fish, they might think to themselves, there are big fish on this lake. Yeah, they'll start coming. That's a good point. Start, you, want to, you want to stay away from that. I want to start posting smaller fish. Like, feed it with just tiny fish that I catch. Right. But then are you not worried that people will think that you can only catch small fish? And keep in mind, Cam... The size of the fish you catch is directly correlated to the size of your penis. Remember that. It's a worry. Yeah. As it should be. It's a risk. It's a risk you're willing Um, to take. Yeah. Hmm. I'm scared, Cam. I'm scared it's not going to work out for you. And next thing you know, like, you're going to be fishing around the lake... And someone's going, hey, is that you from the photos on the Meskwabi Lake and, like, I'm catching the fish? And you're going to be like, yeah, that's me. And they're like, haha, it's funny to put a name to the face. And then as you're leaving, they're just laughing, like, haha, it's smaller than our than our sons. And our son is, is three, four and a half years old. Well, I, I did have the opportunity to bury someone the other day. They were fishing, and I was fishing. And then when you're fishing out and you pass each other, you just ask, oh, it was a catch today. But yeah, he's like, we've never been on this lake. Where are some good spots? I should have just said, go to the middle of the lake where it's 130 feet deep and start jigging. Me full knowing they'll never catch a fish there. But I gave him I gave him a spot. I was, I was a good guy. Good guy, Greg, in that moment. You probably should do that. Yeah. Karma. Yeah. Paying it forward? You'd hope so. I mean, fishermen don't like giving up their spots, which I get. I don't like giving them my spots, but hey, it takes a lot longer than uh, just one outing. And uh, on top of that, if it's his first time in the lake, that means he has to bring his boat in. Let him have fun for the day. Let him have fun for the day. I don't know. Maybe he just bought a cottage on the lake. Oh. And he's about, he's about to join the, uh, you know, kind of like the ranks, the the... The crew, the rotation. Rotation. There's not many guys that actually sit on the lake constantly <laughs> fishing. I think Don't. it's mostly me. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I might have a reputation out there of consistently chasing after dogs that are off leash. I was going to say, I feel like the, you, you, should, you should take the hint at this point. 
What's the hint? I don't know, but I guess if you're consistently the only person on the lake doing multiple things, if you're doing I don't think I can take a hint. Many things. Know what the hint is. If you're doing, I don't know. I feel like I, I'm, I'm, I'm not, I'm not on the lake. I'm not on the lake with you, you know, or I, I, as uh, somebody across the street or down yeah. the way. No one's yelled at me. I had one guy yelled at me once. About what? Because you were street. Because you had your pants off. With uh, naked, you were you were naked on his property. Yeah, I mean. Yeah, yeah. I didn't think it was his property. That was right. public land. Right. There was the big. You do whatever you want on public land. There was the big sign that said like "Welcome to the Anderson Cottage," and you just <laughs> bowled right past it. Did I tell you about car camp and all the signs people put up in front of their? Yeah, like, yeah, yeah, yeah. It'd be like, yeah, the Johnsons are Johnsons, like, yeah, yeah. Stay back. The Johnsons are on site. Yeah, stuff like that. I still think about that. I'm like, what? What led you to the point? where you had that life it's a gift you think yes i think i, I, th I think you don't go to your family and you go thank you so much and then you just like throw it in the fire pit no i think a fan i think like uh like an uncle or somebody who knows that you know you camp a lot i think they would give that to you because they saw it at a craft show and they're like isn't that funny isn't that f fun what's a worse gift okay you getting lifting gloves or you getting um, big white New Balance dad sneakers with the Velcros? I think the lifting gloves is the worst gift. Yeah. Because that means that the person that gave them to you don't does not think that you can lift hardcore. And if other people around you, when you open that gift, don't know anything about your lifting, they would see the gloves, think to themselves, oh, Cam wanted lifting gloves because he's a little bitch. And then see, they would I all immediately think you're a little bitch. If I, if somebody get, was given the gift, you know, I'm thinking same scenario, but you get the white uh, Reebok Velcro shoes. They're just thinking, yeah, this guy's looking for a shoe to wear, you know, to go to the the end of the driveway and back. Yeah. And that's the shoe for it. That's a good point. Mm -hmm. Or he's like, oh, I guess he's he's married with kids. Because maybe you are a dad, right? We're not we're not outside of that age anymore. No, I think you can wear those <laughs> shoes to whatever what, with whatever circumstances in your life. Good point. I was once given a pair of lifting gloves for a secret Santa. Because mm -hmm. they were like, I don't know. I know your hobbies are lifting. Like, cool. I guess you've never lifted a damn thing in your life. No. Yeah. What'd you do with them? Fucking threw them out. Threw them out? You didn't even donate them? You threw them Don in the garbage. That's how serious you were yeah. of nobody Disgusting. ever using these ever again. I might have donated them, but like, there's no need for those things in, wow. in this world. No, certainly not in your house. Yeah. Yeah, don't need that. Definitely, uh, definitely don't need that. No. Hey, we're back off summer hours, so I, I say we, uh, we, we bend it like Beckham. Or we kick it like Messi. Let's kick it. Continuing tonight on two C's in a pod. 96.7 on your.
two season a pod, 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 two with all uh, the summer hours, you always taking time off to go to your studio in LA and record albums with Ti and Nelly. Yeah, Nelly's making a go. Yeah, by the way, my, many people don't know this. Many people thought Nelly kind of fell off the uh, face of the earth. No, he's been secretly making all of the number one hit tracks over the last decade. So, not many people know that. Yeah, you're the producer. Yep, I'm here. Um, here in the podcast. Uh, Do you? Do you know any guys that are like producers? I know like two guys that are like quote unquote producers. I don't think they're actually producers, but I feel like you're much more in the world where they could be. Yeah, I know a guy who uh, a guy used to work at a Casaloma. Like he gets he gets flown out to Miami to go to you know these these like these like mega houses that have personal chefs, personal trainers, and then the people there are just making music constantly just trying to pump out whatever the next fucking hit is um so is it would it be would the house be owned by a record label i don't i don't I, i'm sure i would have asked specifics i i i'm sure i did at one point but yeah. then uh you know maybe i was told maybe i wasn't uh but i know yeah, one guy funny. who internationally travels for the job of producing other than that i don't know anybody who's uh do you know if he's producing a big song is a big plug the artist is Raheem. I know that's the artist that he works with a lot. Um, who's definitely on mm -hmm. Spotify and all the stuff. R A H E E M. I think it's that kind of like R and B, but with cool music behind it kind of thing. Um, did I tell you about my dad's in a music video, a popular one? Really? Well, he, he, sorry, I take that back. His car is in it as a main centerpiece. Okay, so you pretty much rephrased 99% of what your initial statement was. Correct, yeah. So he met some guy who was a director for music videos and some guy who like saw him at a car show was like, hey, take my air, let me grab your business card, yada, yada. Yes, my dad does not have a job. He's retired, but he has business cards because uh, that's what you do when you're Which 60. just say what? Just say his name and it's like his phone number. I feel like you can just do an NFC of that and just kind of tap your phone and. Yeah, not a thing. Okay. Do you think that's getting by? No, he keeps all his passwords in a paper book. She's one pass. Use promo code two C's for twenty percent off your first year of one pass. One pass. Um. So he gets a call like a year later, like, hey. We'll give you like 500 bucks if you come for like two hours or three hours. And we'll give you 800 bucks if you bring your buddy's car too. Because they both have muscle cars. And it's this, um, I think it's an Indian artist. And it's not in English, the whole video, but it's like this rap music video where there's like girls dancing like right in front of the car and stuff like that. Like, one of those type of like rap videos. Yeah. And he's so proud of it. Are they touching the car? Or was that a big no, no? He was, he was very strict on that. He's like, no one touches the car. 
and he was like standing there and like when people's like butt graze against he's like it's, it's stop the shoot he stop he would shoot. run in front of the camera yeah and he's like one more time waving. the shoot is over wow but now it has hundreds of thousands of views on on youtube wow and he's is he seeing any residuals there is he getting uh, any points on the back end I uh, know. I think it was a upfront cash. It was deal. an upfront cash off the record. Yeah, off the books. Did he claim it? Yeah, he did claim it for tax purposes. Good. Yes. Well, I mean, because at that yeah. point, it's kind of like we we all do these things. I right? mean, and honestly, if I was a judge, I would say, well, if you gave him your business card and then he asked for you to do a service for money, that's literally a job. You started yes. with the business card. No business card. Yeah, that's just a friend <laughs> helping somebody out. But you can't. It's hard to kind of backtrack after that. Correct. Yeah. So we did claim it, just like I claim every e-transfer that I get ever. Are you and sometimes you're supposed to claim e-transfers. Oh, you don't know this? I never knew that. Yeah. No, of course not. <laughs> oh, okay. Well, I I, I don't know. Yeah, I don't if know. You're like paid for getting something. No, because I mean that's just transfer of wealth. Certainly. Yeah. Friends. No. If you're getting paid to do something, but if it was yeah. just like you know, hey, you owe me twenty bucks. <laughs> yeah. I Imagine the government was that in our books. Like, oh, you're giving. Yeah. Take that off the top. Yeah, I didn't know. Okay. No, that's why we do everything through crypto. That's right, crypto.com, everybody. Mm -hmm. They really yeah, need our support right now. Crypto and yeah. NFTs. Yeah, they really need our support. Get yeah, the new, get the new, get the new Cam LeClaire NFT. What's the picture of? It's, I guess you, right? I get, I get that. What am I doing? Um, I don't know. Something, something, something stupid. Something stupid and worthless. Uh, oh, no. okay. <laughs> You're st you're um you're 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 using like liquid paper on um like you're using whiteout on ah. just like a letter. So oh okay so like a true useless NFT like a super like, super useless. Like me making a pot of coffee. Yes. It's something that's like oh wow like this is true art. Yeah no you basically you making an espresso pod. Ah even easier. Even easier. Yeah. Do you have any how many coffee machines you got in your house right now? Um well we so we have the coffee espresso two and one. So if it, we if we like it's two separate modules, just they can they're connected. So I would consider that too, because you know you may, you can make a class standard drip or an espresso. Pretty good. Uh and then we also have the uh whatever it's fucking called, the AeroPress. Oh yeah, we got that one too. Yeah, so three? It's, that's a that's a small amount, I would what, say. What about you? Good amount, uh, too many. You have five Can't or six. Uh, I feel like you have a I feel like you have a French press sitting around there somewhere. Somewhere, yeah. Dude. Yeah, it, it never get used. It never it never gets used. And whenever you do, and whenever you do, you I, always say never this right. never is good. <laughs> yeah, it never tastes right. No. Got to give it to the French though. They really pulled the wool over our eyes, uh, giving us the French press. It's it's trash. Yeah. It's trash it coffee, sucks. folks. Get yourself an AeroPress. Yeah, AeroPress are better, but it's like a French volume. press, but fast and without a bunch of coffee grounds in your mouth all the time. <laughs> all the time, yeah, those things suck. Like yeah. just like you can't truly filter that thing out. No, you can't. Like, I think the way you'd have to do it is to put a paper filter in it, but there's no paper filters for that. Where are you gonna and where are you gonna put it? Even if you were to like yeah. take a f another filter and like cut a circle out of it. Yeah, piece of paper. Trash coffee, just, folks. Trash coffee. Yeah, don't drink it. No. Um. You don't drink Folgers though, right? Tell me that. Tell me that much. No. Okay, good. No. Maxwell House. 
Uh, no, no, just a President's Choice brand. Yeah, okay, that's that's acceptable. If I run into someone who's drinking Maxwell's or Folgers, and that's in the household, we, we hard looking to the the right here. We got yeah. something, something going on in the studio. Yeah, so it appears though somebody is randomly <laughs> in, in no consistent interval opening the door, trying to get the attention of a little four legged creature who's been sitting here totally peacefully and lying down beside me. Um, right. So more on that maybe later. Not too sure. Okay. Not too sure. Anyways, Dog let's get into the show yeah. then, shall we? Here, uh, because yeah. of course, there's uh, no better way to kick off this week's show than, of course, by reviewing last week's show, because Which we got some notes. Three weeks ago, show. Notes. We got some notes. We got some notes. 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 We got some notes. Not only two, I think. Um, I guess yeah. Two weeks. Uh, Cam, we were talking about. Uh, you you particularly don't like the sound of the uh, the chalkboard, the nails on the chalkboard. That was one that you said since yeah, tingles. Sty sty styrofoam is the biggest one for me. Yeah, that was the one that since tingles up your spine, of course, because you're a victim of calaxophobia. Hmm. hmm. Is that a sound thing or is that no? That's specifically thing? a chalkboard. If you do have a fear of sounds, then you have phonophobia. That which hmm. seems like the easiest one out of all the fucking phobias I've ever heard. Usually they sound uh, absolutely crazy. But yeah, that is the fear of like uh, sounds. If you were to feel uncomfortable because of something like an ASMR thing, you would probably say that you would have phonophobia. But that is different than having a fear of certain words, hearing a word. Um, if you're particularly immature, I bet you would probably say, I hate the word moist. Yeah, I can't do moist. At least just open up by saying that you have onomatophobia. It would be That's at least correct. easier. You know, at least admit you have a problem and not just uh, yeah. say that like, you know, I've moist. I don't there like any, the word. Are there other moist. words people don't like? I'm sure like, there are. But like if you're that level of psychopath, I'm probably not interacting with you too, too often going to write what words don't people like, but I feel like that's going to be the wrong search yeah. term. Yeah, uh, because I guess it'd be like what, and also don't search what words do people love to say, because I feel like that'll <laughs> it'll kind of be like the exact same um, words as the previous using list. Great browser, I get some weird results. Yeah, it'd be the exact same words as the previous list, but just like said by the other people. <laughs> See, what words do people feel uncomfortable hearing? Thirteen weird sounding words that make you cringe. It's a bustle article. Moist is number one. Number one with a number, bullet, I feel often. Number two, ointment. Yeah, we're going to... These aren't creamy, is another one. Squid. Next. Squirt. Squelch. Phlegm. Smear. Slurp. I don't know what this word means. Lug, lugubrious. I don't know. I've never heard that. Curd. Pulp. Mucus. That's it. Wow, don't no, did you feel anything? Nah. Oh, someone just vomited back there. Oh, okay, God. yeah, so it it's not. Yeah, so it is a thing. Let us know, folks at home. Did you just? Did you feel cringe after yeah. Cam recounted oh, all of those words? And you might have onomatophobia. Oh, someone says squid. Like that one to me is. Yeah, let us know. Two season pod. Mario's little lemon. Yeah. Any other notes? Uh no, no, just Good. uh just just weird sounding words. That's all we got. Good. Um, 
cool i want to tell you about something fun that's i'm gonna do in like seven weeks time but i can't wait for it so i got invited to this thing that's like a decathlon for not the traditional sports so instead of being I don't so know, instead of even... instead of 100 200 400 uh there's definitely a hurdle race in there high jump long jump shot put yeah instead of all those we play real sports um 10 sports you have one partner and this has been apparently been going on for 15 years these building 14 okay. Daniel, sorry uh here are the sports i literally can't wait for it. i picked dan uh corian's my partner so how, how did you hear about this uh neighbor okay just yeah inquisitive uh ultimate frisbee in the first one volleyball football basketball soccer tennis european handball baseball which is actually softball dodgeball spike ball and awards and I, I know I'm going to win the awards, so everything else. Is, so you've kind of you've included part. that as part of like yeah. the sport. Yeah. Yeah. That sounds like a that sounds like a blast. So how do you how do you play some of these sports with only two people though? Like the uh, softball. Well, then you you the... accumulate points. So like if I'm playing on softball, and I'm on the winning team. Like all. Oh, okay. Yeah. Points. Then it's, yeah. it's something like it's football ultimate. I imagine. Yeah. Some because short of like volleyball, spike ball, tennis, only a few of those are actually you can kind of break down to two players. Right. Jesus. Yeah. Yeah. Sorry. Just, yeah. My body's all over the place. It's been itchy as hell and I'm getting sneezing. Yeah. It's a new COVID variant, I think. Where yeah, you're just itchy all the time. <laughs> I think that's just poison ivy or crabs. <sighs> Bless you. No. Well, we did change our laundry detergent. That was definitely a factor, but mm. man, it's, I don't know. You changed your know. laundry detergent insofar where you started to use laundry detergent. Like you yes, went from zero yeah. to something. We're just soaking it to just washing it. Right, right, right. Yeah. Um, but I, I can't wait for this thing. So I need to figure out what I need to train for. I mean, Ultimate Frisbee already literally have an MVP tournament for, or trophy from high school. So I'll never lose that. Volleyball. I'm very close to six foot. Very close. You're Some very ones. close to being like the very baseline of height required to play <laughs> volleyball. So you're very, very close to that. Football. Dude, I'm Patrick Mahomes out here. But actually, I don't want to play quarterback. Yeah. That's the last place I want to be. What? Okay, what's my best football position in your books? Uh, well, it's probably going to be like two-hand touch or something, right? Or like flag football. Yeah. yeah. Uh, where it's all just going to be running or running and receiving. So you just play like tight end. Just you play slot back, you'll be fine. I don't know what either of those are. See, well, I think I actually, I actually think for more than you can because athletically you do have some some gift in certain requirements. But I think strategically is where you're going to have to focus on um, on where on 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 how to, on how to play some of these sports. I think football is a great one of those examples, right? It doesn't matter what fucking position can you play. Can you do a 10-yard hook in? Yes, your quarterback will find you every single fucking... If you can get to your position, your quarterback will find you. Ultimate Frisbee is the same thing. Are you going to do a nice cut so the guy tossing you the disc, like, you know, is going to you know throw it to where you're going to be? I think strategically is, where, is, is something that I think you're going to have to focus on. So, okay, so here's something Dan and I were talking about because here's how we won our tournament in high school is... I don't know why this isn't played more often in Ultimate Frisbee. I know you played Ultimate Frisbee. We used to always play two quarterbacks or two, like, you know, a back man playing it back and forth until you had an open lane to long bomb it. 
and then just work it that way. Like we did not play the short game at all. Cause realistically, if we drop it, who cares? It's already down in the rent. Like, is there a downside to that? Uh, not necessarily. Well, I would say the only downside would be you're bringing one less. So if you had if you had two people and you're playing like a, these two guys stay back and always yeah. throw, you're just having one less person to make a catch, right? So let's say if there's five people open for a receiver versus six people, that's one less potential person that could catch. So I think right. there would be that too because in theory, everyone on the field should, should be able to bomb. It's not right. a matter of somebody catching it and not being able to throw. It's like everyone should be quarterback and you actually run a play that's called the stack. And the stack is everybody gets like, so let's say 15, 20 yards from the guy who's tossing, right? Everybody gets in a line and then you all start cutting in all sorts of directions and hope to miss up the, uh, hope to mess up the defenders. So everybody's standing like in a straight line and then just cutting out left and right, maybe downfield, maybe up and in. And then when that guy catches the disc, great reset stack again. It's just kind of like almost, almost more like it's a football thing, but Anybody can throw instead of having two dudes who are purposefully trying to not right. catch or, you know, because that quarterback of yours, that the first guy you run your stack, disc gets tossed to somebody else. Great. Now that guy gets put into the stack and now he's the one going to cut. And maybe you're definitely going to have people who are better at certain things than others, but, you know. Okay, these are good things. You don't about. want you yeah. don't you don't want the other team to keep because if the other team as soon as the other team knows your strategy, they're like, oh, they're running two quarterbacks and nobody else can throw. They'll adjust and they'll kick the shit out of you. Okay, on defense. Uh, I have a game. Oh, I have a game. Yeah, uh, Cam, I know you love movies. I think you love movies. Yeah, would you call yourself a movie lover? I uh, yeah. Do you have scene points? I do have scene points. Yeah. Do you love movie popcorn? I do. There, you're a movie lover. Oh shit. Cam, but now we're gonna go into a little March Madness. Oh. For the worst movie tropes. Worst movie tropes, March Madness. That's funny when you your your intro. I thought we were going to a little fan or fraud, but I guess not. No, no, that's okay. a fun one too. I do, I really love that one because I love testing people the, who call, claim they're fans. All right, Cam, this one is eight tropes, which happen quite a bit in movies, and okay. I want to see which one you think is the worst one that always sticks with you. Worst. So, okay. first one is guns never running out of ammo. We've all seen it, the Rambo movies. That versus this one bugs me very much is when people never say bye hanging up the phone. It's like, is it done? Yeah, it's done. Good. Beep. Like, th there's never any, like, <laughs> bye. <laughs> yeah, okay. Have we'll a take, great you, evening. Yeah, have a good, uh, you you take care now. Like, no one does that. Okay, so which one is a worse trope in your books? Uh, that's tough, because I, I, I don't have a problem with either of these, I think. So I think that's what's going to be hard is kind of picking one that I don't. Because, see, the cutting off the buy, that's for time. The amount of little, the amount of one-second clips that are trimmed from various scenes to bring a movie's runtime down is insane. Is insane. 
If you watch the Justice League version ver versus the Zack Snyder's Justice League, you just see how they just cut out, you know, how, how the guy gets from this room to this room. Zack Snyder filmed him walking from one room to the other room. But when it came to the theatrical release, they're like, no, 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 just get him to the room. We get it. We get it. We get it. And you're like, oh, what was so wrong about him just walking to the other room? What was so wrong about him just saying hello? And um, the all un unlimited ammo, that's just, be that's just, you have to do it. You just have to do it or else mans would just be walking around with clips and clips and duffel bags full of just ammunition. And then they have to carry <laughs> around the duffel bags and then scenes would be wasted just watching them reload. Uh, and one thing that John Wick does it, John Wick runs out of bullets sometimes and he often reloads his gun in a cool way. Like he takes out two dudes with the magazine in one hand and goes like pop, pop, and then puts it back in his gun and then keeps shooting. Uh, so sometimes you can actually play that a little bit better. So I'm going to say not saying goodbye on the phone. That's probably the worst. Good point, though. I, d I do appreciate your point. Mm -hmm. Not something I've looked at before. So these two are similar, but uh, slightly different. One being that a jump scare is always a cat. It's the meow versus a continuation of the jump scare, a fake jump scare followed by the real jump scare mm. 30 seconds later. Um. So you could even kind of put these two together almost. Like you the could. First one, the you first could. one was the cat, and they say, oh, it's just a cat. And then just they look around, and then it's like the actual killer or whatever that's come yeah. to get them. Uh, what's funny with something like this is that what is now a trope, and I guess you could probably say this with a bunch of these categories, what's now a trope was something that somebody did for the first time one time. Yeah. Like the first fake out jump scare that was a cat in 1967. Probably people shit their pants in the theater. And the fake the fake out to the real killer that also probably people all oh, oh it was just a fake out. Oh, it wasn't a fake out. Uh if I had to choose though, I'm going to pick the cat one just cuz fuck cats in the first place. So anything cat associated is going down. Okay. Okay. Um, next up on the list, we've got this saying in a movie. I've got a bad feeling about this. <laughs> <laughs> Versus the rom-coms that we're forced to watch as men with the goofy best friend who doesn't really add much uh, value to the story, but just some kind of shitty comedy, com comedic relief. Oh, I personally think that that, that the best friend in a shitty rom-com role is one of the hardest roles in in all of uh in all in all of movies because you, you the the part's been played by a thousand different people uh you're never going to be the best at it you're maybe may, people might remember you for it like when if you if like if you say favorite jack black movies nobody's saying the best friend in the cable guy right he was in it before all that other sh weird stuff that he did, he was in that one. Remember Matthew Broderick's best friend in The Cable Guy? Uh, so it ha I would have to then pick the I've got a bad feeling about this uh, line Spe specifically. Maybe change it around. Maybe go like, uh-oh, or, or something. Maybe change around like the cadence or whatever. But yeah. Yeah, same thing. 
And last one. This is uh, every horror movie's dream, or every horror movie's scene, I should say, is the medicine cabinet closing with the reflection in the back. Yep, classic. Versus literally any hacker scene done the same way. Whereas, oh my god, this mainframe is so deep. Oh, oh a hacker. <laughs> I was picturing like <laughs> hacking up someone's body or something because no, like, a lot no. of these are horror movie specific. I think they are, but I think that's where a lot of tropes are, though. Oh, but you mean like the hacker entering the mainframe? Type yeah, scene. entering the mainframe. Um, like I'm in. And it's just like screens. Like oh my god, they're overpowering me. Oh, they've locked me out. Oh my god, they're gonna catch us. We're blocked out. Yeah, I might I have think, one backdoor entrance. Yeah, I think uh, I think I I think personally I have a soft spot in my heart for that hacker scene. Uh, for like in the Italian job when Seth Green is changing all the fucking lights of the the, the street lights while he's sitting in like an airport, uh, so like <laughs> to not look conspicuous or something like that, or of course like the, the the Matrix scenes when like Neo's getting the shit kicked out by Agent Smith and they're just looking at that Matrix writing and they're yeah. like yeah get him yeah oh look what he's doing <laughs> like they like they can see it, um, and then of course the film Hackers with Angelina Jolie uh, specifically. They really, they that was really the first one to uh, give that that scene. You don't see it much anymore, though. That was a scene you very much saw between 1995 and 2002, when right. the internet was dark and scary. I mean, I guess it still is dark and scary. Uh, so yeah, I would have to say the worst one of those would be the the hor the the mirror bad guy in the mirror. Okay, great. So second round here, we got the the spooky cat. Or the never-ending ammo. Or, sorry, never saying goodbye. Never saying goodbye is the other one he chose. So, yes. never saying goodbye or that scared spooky cat. Um... Yeah, I think the never yeah. say... I, I'm, I'm still gonna... I'm gonna pick the never saying goodbye. I think between this, like, the cat is the scariest of the common creatures. Yeah. Uh, without Black a doubt. Cat. Which is why that, that, that probably has to be there. You know, if it was... You know, a salamander walking across. It wouldn't have the same oomph as a cat. But not saying goodbye. Like, imagine if every time you called your parents, you just hung up. Be insane. You would get an immediate call back from your father saying, "Why didn't you say goodbye?" To yeah. Audrey? You're crazy, man. If you do that, please call her back and apologize for not saying goodbye. She's <laughs> like, crying in her room. She is bawling her eyes out right now. Uh, yeah, that is, and that's, that's a crazier way. The real world application of that, because I've walked down the street and I've been spooked by a cat. Have you? Yeah. Oh. It's dark and there's a cat that just fucking pops out. You th yeah. Initially, you think it's a raccoon. You think it's a little Dude, fox. Or like you think when's it's the last else? time you got fully spooked? Um... Or maybe a little spooked. Some big spooks are uncommon. I feel like it happened recently. It was something like I was in. I was. I. I. I would woken up in the middle of the night. Oh, those are. Spooks. It was one of the no, but it was either like or I woke up and Jess wasn't there, or I woke up and thought I don't. It was like one of those. Like and it, like it was like I don't know what was going on in my mind, but it was just like a where are you? Oh man, those are spooks. I'll or tell no, you. or uh, there was something where it was like oh you know what it was? I like I kicked off the covers one night and I looked over and I thought she was there. And then, like, I go back to sleep, and then I come back, and I and or, you know, something. I was like, "Where were you? You're like, did you leave for work really early, 
Or like, yeah, I saw you at six or and you weren't there. Or like, you know, you were just sleeping. She's like, I left the house at five. And I was like, what? <laughs> like, I, it, was, it, was something, it was something something there. There was something there. But it's been a while yeah. since I've been like, ah, home alone, yeah. hands on face. <laughs> ah. Even Macaulay Culkin. There's been a yeah, while dude, since I put on aftershave on my hands after shaving. When you wake up out of a bad dream, though, and you're in bed, and you're like, oh, fuck. That's a spook. You're I like, don't have, I don't. Oh, no. I don't have bad don't. dreams too often. No. Uh, I, I, I definitely have. We all have. But I don't I don't I don't have uh, like wake up and be like, yeah, or boo dreams. Like, I don't I don't I, I don't cross that little threshold into. Oh, yeah. Real I've existence. A, I probably have one of those a month. There's. Oh, yeah. Cam, those are called up. wet dreams. I love them. I love them. No, I don't even know. Like, I can't. I try to explain them to Shannon in the morning. I'm like, these don't make any sense at all. I'm like, no, dreams are like photo albums. If I'm not in them and no one's naked, I don't give a shit. Oh, they're. Oh, someone's always naked. Oh, good. But it's, then I. It's will always listen. me. Oh. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, because right. Kim, whenever you tell, try to explain your dream to Shannon, your dreams always start with a K. So I'm like six four. <laughs> Yeah. <laughs> so I'm six one. <laughs> so so it starts off and I'm benching three plates warm up. <laughs> yeah. Well, I start with my warm up actually, which is the bar, but then I go to three like plates. Like all your dreams start the same. It's you yeah. lifting more weight than you can while being taller than you are, and then something stupid happens. Yeah. Always. It's always the same. And I don't even have to drink creatine that day. <laughs> I don't like it. <laughs> Alright, uh next one is the mirror scare. The or the oh, a bad man. My writing is just terrible. Listeners at home are screaming. It we was. just went over this. The it says bad. Oh, I got a bad feeling. Bad feeling. Uh, oh my god. Uh, so mirror scare. I've got a bad feeling about this. Um. Yeah, the mirror scare has its place anytime that the horror movie frames that medicine cabinet. And I have a, I have a perfect swinging medicine cabinet that would be perfect yeah. for someone to spook behind me. Um, and because it has like it, it's it, it it opens up in three different places. Like there's three chunks oh, to man. it. So oh, you yeah, can really there's even you know if, if you put one of the mirrors on the angle, I can see over the other shoulder for all I know. And yeah, for uh for the boogeyman, I think the I've got a bad feeling about this. It's probably the worst one just because it's it's often in moments where something bad is about to happen and you yeah. would look at the guy and go like no shit Sherlock like yeah. obviously like I'm I, I I'm us I, four guys are gonna go attack these 72 Marines yeah yeah I got a bad feeling about this too this is never gonna work. obviously I'm carrying yeah. plutonium in my ha bare hands I yeah. this is going to end up terribly yeah we're although would, although it would be funny, but I, like maybe go the other way. Add an I've got a bad feeling about this, but two famous movie scenes where bad stuff's about to happen, like at the very very beginning of Saving Private Ryan, uh, <laughs> <laughs> right before like the hatch door comes down on the boat on D Day, somebody just looks over and says, "I got a bad feeling about this." <laughs> yeah, we all do. We ever did you see Craig puking in the back? It's not because he's seasick. <laughs> he's terrified. We none of us are feeling good. He's six. Like, he, he's fourteen, yeah. and he's terrified. <laughs> he's got a boner. He's going through puberty. He's got a heart on. He doesn't know what to yeah. do. He faked his ID. We all know it. The recruitment office knew it too. 
Uh, okay, so we got uh, saying goodbye, not or not saying goodbye for that matter, or saying a bad. I got a bad feel about this. Yeah, I'm so one I'm, is saying something, one is not. Yeah, I'm glad that. Uh, I'm glad that this came down to two things that people say often. Well, don't say or one. don't say, or you know, like very like yeah. vocabulary vocabulary based. God, I'm gonna listen for it now. Next time you're watching a movie or a show, people are talking on the phone. Oh, dude, it kills me. Um, like I notice it every time. How often do they say "bye"? Never, not even once. Or, but I, or, I would, or they'll just cut the scene. Like, I, I, just cut I, the scene I would also put a lot of other things like they'd say like "bye" or like "thanks" or "love ya." Like I, I would put a few other maybe little sayings in that same like yeah, they're saying they're saying the same message. Yeah. Like take care. I I would also yeah. call that a bye. Um, yeah. You so take yeah. care now. How are the pick roll doing? Pick roll good. Yep. Okay. Yeah, that's crazy. I, we'll see you that, next week. I think I think I think not saying goodbye has to be the craziest because I can picture being in the real world and having a bad feeling about something and vocalizing that. I can picture, you know. So I saying I have a bad feeling about this, but I cannot picture not saying goodbye on the telephone. That's it's a just good point. it's too unrealistic. Um, you know, even as like God's Godzilla is attacking New York City, I'm like, yeah, that's possible, but not saying goodbye to someone on the phone that is im fucking possible, insane, insane. So I think uh, I think not saying goodbye would be my my worst trope. Wow. Okay, good to know we're on the same page. Yeah, that was that's one that I've always just I, I can't wrap my head around it. No. And I get it for time's sake, but just like you'll notice it every time now. Um speaking of um spooks and dreams and whatnot, Uh-oh. I had a dream the other day and I thought like if I'm correct about this, I can tell the future. I had a dream that Jordan Spieth won the open. The, the golf tournament okay on like the wednesday okay which is just like a weird dream to have i'm like i think i have to put money on this okay and i didn't because i'm not stupid and and but on day two he was in the top 10 Did and he i'm win? like no not even close <laughs> okay so you it's so okay let me, let me just backtrack this but yeah I, what i was gonna say is i for two days i'm like i could be psychic <laughs> So I just want to I just want to get this for context for listeners who might not know Jordan Spieth, a professional golfer. Yeah. Um, former major winner. Former. For, so he's a former major winner. So Kim, you pretty much had a dream that one of the best golfers on the face of the planet won a tournament. Which is like one of seventy guys. I mean, like it's. I know it's, what I know. I see what you're saying there. I think I, I think that's less clairvoyance, more just you love you love golf. Because if I because if Cam, I cause I'm if not I, saying I'm psychic. Because if I I'm woke saying up, I thought I did for two days. If I woke up and said like Cam, I had a dream that Connor McDavid's gonna uh, gonna pass 150 points again. Yeah. This season, you would go like, "Yeah, that's actually probably going to happen." He has that's leaps and bounds above the next closest person. Literally, but that's what the odds say as well. I'd be picking way outside of the odds. Oh, he's not. Uh, he wouldn't be a top. Oh no, he wouldn't even be the top fifteen. No, well, no. Any given he's Sunday. been playing like dog shit. So that's where I thought. Like, that's where I thought I was onto something. But I mean, if you start like, I'm not going to tell everyone that. Like, I can't start telling people, like, I had a dream, and I think because of that, my gut's telling me 
that I should uh, shut the fuck up. Like, no, I'm not that guy. Exactly, I don't believe in right? gems. And yeah. like, and and I, I, you have to wait until it's something like a little bigger. You know, like when we say, Cam, we're really sorry that Shannon left you and took the dog. And then you say, I had a dream about it two days before. Then we'd be like, wow, okay, that's something special. Wow. Um, yeah, she's been yelling at you for months. Yeah, she's been yelling at you for months. I'm like in your sleep too. Yeah, it's saying she'll leave. Yeah. No, no one was surprised. Nobody was surprised about this, Cameron. And you said like, but I was. <laughs> um, my buddy, you know Dan, he told me he was at a wedding this like two weekends ago, where <laughs> like one of the cousins was trying to put money down at the table for that they would not last the year. That's tough. That's a tough one. I've bet at a wedding, but it was more about like uh, we we were putting on bets on what we think is going to happen. Oh yeah, yeah, I remember like, you telling about we're that. We're sitting Tim at the table, and it was like, hey, I got five bucks on, you know, they're going to do the entrances, and then straight to the first dance, and then they didn't yeah. do it, and then I lost that five, and then it was like the next was like, hey, I got ten on, like dad, dad of the bride's going to cry. And it was like, oh, okay, well, and I ended up getting that ten bucks, but we lost fifty yeah. on something, and I don't remember what it was. Oof. It tough. was a big one, and it was Were like... Were you taking odds, or was it straight money? It was just straight cash. I, I still owe yeah. this guy 50 bucks next time I see him. Like, Jess's cousin-in-law or whatever. It was just a quick one, and we were so sure it was going to happen. He was like, nah, it's not going to happen. And we so we owe, the, we owe this man 50... I was, I was thinking about mailing it to him. thought that'd be fun. E-transfers are fine. No, oh, but I think, I think the mail could be like, hey, like, you know, be like, hey... That well, would be fun. Hope yeah. you guys are having a great summer. We lost this bet to you last year. Here's a crisp 50. I thought that'd be more fun, you know, to open a letter and, you know, him be open like, Open a letter? Ah. 25 fives? No, that's too many fives. <laughs> um, <laughs> 10 fives is the answer. 10 fives. <laughs> I mean, that'd be fun. Yeah, I'd be fun. Saying, yeah, it'd 10 be fives. fun. Exactly. It'd be fun. Yeah. Things are fun. Yeah, like I tried to make the joke because me and my buddies are going to London. And they said, hey, guys, each ticket is 50 pounds. I said, okay, I'm going to need 3.14 tickets or 3.32 tickets. And they said, why is that? I go, okay, I'm 183 pounds. Oh. And they were like, that's not, just send me the money. Yeah. Yeah, it's not funny, Cam. It's not funny. You're, when real yeah. money, when real money's involved. Yeah, you owe me money. This is not You owe me joke. cash. Yeah. De Niro's. De Niro's. Yes. Yeah. You know, Robert De Niro's. Mm -hmm. Um, let's move on to our okay. our staple. Okay. Game. Of course, we're talking headliner ass nine. Headliners. Hey, 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 headline or ass nine. Hey, 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 Let's jump into it. What's, okay. what's our time at right now? Because we had that technical difficulty. We're probably at like... We're looking okay. I don't know. We're looking good. We're, we're looking good. good for time. Yep. All right. We can, well, we can I, stretch it. We'll stretch it out. Stretch, 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 stretch. Yeah, they're, they're, they're delaying the wedding. They're delaying the wedding. No, she's not coming out. Okay. Well, let's get into some headlines here. No, she's, um, putting, she's putting on her clothes. She's putting her <laughs> she's, track pants her, back on. Her, her jeans are on. Her, her jeans, jeans are on. Her je repeat. Her jeans. Oh, okay. We're uh, getting back, going back to the car. Yeah. She's okay. gone. She's, she's gone. She's on the 407. She's not getting off. She's, She's on the paid. 407. She, 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 pre, <laughs> she prepaid. She prepaid the 407. So yeah. I, you, have, you have to call in advance to do that. <laughs> you get 5% off. She had to put um, down a credit card number and everything. <laughs> good good lady. All right. Headliner asked me, Zoom orders workers back to the office. 
Uh, okay, uh, this this would be the uh, the ultimate dose of irony, I think, right? You know, the company or the group that pioneered people's ability to work from home, and now uh, they're being asked not to work from home. But yeah, this is pretty easy, you know. Uh, I think just like anything, I think um, a hybrid model is the way to go. It's got to be. It's got to be the way to go. You having interact time to interact and collaborate with people in the present, while also communicating with them uh, through the ones and zeros, as it were. I imagine Zoom is looking probably for something new, right? Because they this surely this can't be their entire thing. Like Google Meet, like Google has Google, Microsoft has the rest of Microsoft. You can't only have Zoom and expect to uh, stay uh, with the competition. So I'm thinking Zoom's struggling here. They're looking for a new uh, new thing to captivate the audiences. And I'm going to say this one's a headline. This one is. Uh, they're looking for a hybrid approach. So anyone within 80 kilometers of the office should be at least in person twice a week. This is not that interesting, more of an ironic thing. The more interesting is that about 12% of the workers in the U.S. were... Uh, Zoom is headquartered. We're fully remote in July. I didn't know it was that small of a number, but I think that's mostly because of my ignorance and my mouth being open and my ears being shut, and it should be the other way around. So you're just an idiot. I'm a moron. Oh, okay. Yeah, you could have yeah. said that. That's not a headline. That's that's just fact. It's a fact. Headline it's a or fact. fact. I'm privileged. Headline or fact. Cam's fucking dumb. Cam is a dull, stupid idiot hey, that Cam. gets to work from home fully, which is awesome. Cam, I got on here for you. Are you already ready? Headliner asks nine, uh, the app to report feces, snap crap, shuts down due to too much volume. Uh, snap crap. So uh, my wonder is where you're reporting it to. Because, like, I once met a guy who uh, I did forest foraging to. They said... Anytime you send me a or you find a mushroom, send me a picture of it and I'll identify it. I've never met someone like that for my shit. And I don't know who to send it to. I have so many pictures. So many. Well, yeah, you'll you'll like if Shannon's ever late for dinner, you'll show a photo <coughs> of your shit to the waiter <laughs> and say that, "Oh, sorry, my wife's just in the bathroom right now. Look." <laughs> You ever you ever go through uh, airport security and they start to get a detailed question? They grab your phone. They're like, "Let me look through your pictures." They're like, okay, and it's just just months and months and of different toilets, different and just different everything. Pairs of shoes. And they're like, "What what what is this?" You're like, "It's exactly what it looks like." I don't know where to send this to. <laughs> I don't know who to send this to. I'm trying to find someone to send this to. Uh, do you know anyone? <laughs> You see a lot of people every day. Do you know anyone? Has anyone told? Does anyone have the same problem as me? I imagine this is like a global thing. Like, yeah. Well, he uh, says, "Okay, we got one of those guys in the corner." There's just another guy looking through his phone. Oh yeah, send them to Craig. Okay, <laughs> let me airdrop them. That's a fun prank to plan a phone or a plane is airdropping pictures to people. <laughs> you said a fun plank to play on a phone. Yeah, that's that's <laughs> nonsense words. A fun prank to pull on a plane Jesus. is if you have pictures, just <laughs> to airdrop them to every iPhone around you. 
<laughs> yeah, just show everyone your dick. It doesn't have to be shit. I mean, it can be, it it can be, be your dick. It can be your hemorrhoids. Yeah, it could be your dick. Yeah, it could be all above. It can be your um, nut. It could be that, too. But, I mean, I think you could get in pretty serious trouble for that. Well, I like yeah, sending people pictures of my fish. you fired. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> I never did that. It's canon. Yeah. <laughs> it's canon, folks. <laughs> All right, uh, that's an asinine because there's no way that the, um, there'd be that many people using it other than me. <laughs> Cam, this one is a headline here for you. Oh my uh, God. This is about Snapcrap, an app that allows residents of San Francisco to request, to request street cleaning from the Public Works Department by submitting a photo of feces um, and showing, telling them where it is, and they will come clean it. The app has been downloaded by tens of thousands of people. Even Joe Rogan talked about it on a podcast one time. Uh, but due to the ongoing poverty crisis in San Francisco, the app is crashing due to uh, overuse. This includes the address 1615 Oakdale Avenue, who's received 175 phone calls this year to report of uh, human waste on the sidewalk. Uh, since then, at this particular location, the uh, city put, even put out a public wash, washroom like directly beside the address, but they're still receiving calls suggesting that people are just shitting on the sidewalk on purpose, particularly in the Bayview and Tenderloin neighborhoods of the city. The city receives, uh, um, has received almost 60 calls in these neighborhoods in the last two months. That's like one wow. a day. Uh, yeah, that's, yeah, precisely. Mm-hmm. Um, all right. Well, good to know. Good to know. So I, there's some records on them too, but I guess it closed down. Yeah. All right. Headliner Asinine. Real estate agent fined $20,000 for chugging container of milk in seller's house. Okay. I need to go back. Okay. We need to repeat this one. Real estate agent okay. fined $20,000 mm-hmm. for chugging container of milk in seller's house seller's house okay so the real estate agent they're the one who's trying to sell your house yes i've seen selling sunset so a, so we, a, we're a, experts a big time no in seller okay. okay yeah no okay so no no sorry 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 i rephrase i think the real estate agent works for a company that you go to that company so it can be or or you can get independent so i think let's say cam you're a real estate agent I yeah. go to, you and I are buds. I say, yo, find me a house. You okay. find a house that's on sale and try to get the deal done between you and like the broker, the seller of the house. I think that's what a real estate agent is. Um, so it works both ways. Like you can be on the sale side or the buying side. Okay. So I'm going so- to, I'm going to have to picture that like you, I asked you to find me a house and now you, right. me, you and the guy who's selling the house, we're all in the same room together. Sure, and but he's that, like that, I, the guy selling the house also has a real estate agent, and then you know we're 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 I'm just trying to get us to the situation where you're chugging milk. Okay. Um, just I realize there's real estate agents on the buyer and seller side. That's how it works. Yeah, I'm just trying to how like how do yeah. we get you chugging milk? I think. Oh, that's up to you. I think it has to happen by some kind of like. The milk was in the fridge. We're doing a tour of the house, maybe. Maybe, um... God, how do we get you chugging milk in the hot summer sun? <laughs> yeah, I almost want to feel like it's like a... Uh, you know, I'll, I'll sell you this house or I can't chug this whole gallon of milk. Like, I feel like it's it's, it's going to be a... It's going to be it's gonna be the lawyer jumping against the window and falling out. It's going to be something that, because of one's own hubris... 
actually created the situation. Now, how they got fined, I don't know why, why you can find somebody unless it's like technically like a business moment. Like if I came to your house, chugged a gallon of milk, you, I don't think you can find me for doing that necessarily unless I cr created some massive kind of property damage. Uh, it, it feels a bit weird. I don't quite know what's going on. I'm, I'm going to have to say it's asinine. This one is a headline out of BC where the real estate agent was fined $20,000 plus a $2,500 uh, secondary fine for enforcement and expense, uh, where while showing a house to potential buyers, he eventually became thirsty in search for something in the fridge to drink. He couldn't find any water, but settled on drinking milk straight from the container. The sellers found about Rose's thirst quenching venture when they looked over the video footage from a security camera hidden inside the house. He did not ask anyone if he could drink milk from the fridge. Um, but nor did he offer to replace it after. So on the final day of the house, the sellers asked Rose if he could have anything he wanted to share with them. He said, the milk? Question mark. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, this is a bit bizarre. The sellers then barred Rose from ever returning their property and subsequently released the footage online of him drinking the milk online. Rose claimed that the behavior was out of the ordinary for him and was due to him taking new medication that made him thirsty. He also claimed to be under stress. <laughs> the consent order revealed... Uh, Rose had agreed to pay $20,000 fine on top of the $2,500 enforcement expense. Yeah. Like, so I guess, wait, did you cover in that story there why there was no water? No, it doesn't explain why there's no water in their fridge. No, but no, but you would think like, so if we're in the fridge, we're in the kitchen. If we're in the kitchen, there's a sink. You would, if you were thirsty, you would probably go for water out of the sink before you would look for milk. I don't disagree. Yeah, I mean, it, it, it didn't go over that, no. That's where you went wrong, kid. Yeah. I mean, I don't... I think he did a few... Uh, I'm not going to say a few things wrong. One thing majorly wrong. I got one more here and, for you. Ready, Cam? Or I got two more yeah. for you, I guess. Here we go. Cam, headline last night. Japan's porn industry faces a labor crisis in their male stars. Yeah, isn't there a big crisis in Japan with uh, guys just not wanting to fug? That's what I'm hearing. This is what they're, the uh, the news outlets are telling me. But if it's coming down to this, like you got to start importing. See what I did there? Importing. <laughs> oh fuck! <laughs> that was that was bad. I thought that was pretty good. That was pretty good. Uh, yeah. Okay. Uh, yeah, cause I I mean, based on you know. Just word on the street. Mm -hmm. um, don't you? Bl isn't all Asian porn like blurred out faces? I don't know. I know that some of it is, but I don't know what what the jurist. I don't know the jurisdictional difference. Yeah. Is. Like is is that is that Korean? Is that Japanese? Is that? I wonder how much that would. I wonder if the pay's not good. I wonder if that would. How much that would influence it? Because I imagine if you're facing on it, you're definitely getting paid less. Mm-hmm. Because then you're just a body, right? Uh, but this doesn't surprise me too much. So I'm going to go ahead and say this is a, a definite headline and you got to import a few new actors. Important. Use that three times. Three, third really time's the charm, Cam. This one is a headline here for you. A story uh, is actually by... Uh, my, uh, uh, it was a cry from help by uh, Ken Shimaz Shimzu. One of Japan's top porn stars trying to recruit men in the industry that is on the brink of collapse. 
Although the country, although the film industry, adult film industry in Japan is flush with female stars, approximately 10,000 or so, uh, the country's down to their final 73 male porn stars. The movie studios wow. are the movie studios are still pumping out. See what I did there? About nice. four thousand new films a month, and Shimsu says that he often has to film four scenes a day, five days a week, to meet the demand uh, of the market. There is already a gender imbalance in Japan, uh, reflecting throughout all industries, where it's like point eight oh six. Uh, men for every woman so there are already less men uh, but where are all the men well actually it's the uh the rise in the past few years of sites like OnlyFans and webcam websites are encouraging more women to go into uh these markets where men from the west are paying for their content so there are a lot of women porn stars in there but they're um, not. They're 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 new in the industry for the for the gaze of the West. Uh, so that is kind of what's been offsetting the numbers lately. So uh, yeah, you said it right there. We need more men. Need more men. Yeah. Okay. I'm headline or asinine. An Asian woman asked AI to improve her headshot, and it turned her white. Uh yeah, it's going to. Ha- that's that that's that's that's. Oh, God, yeah, so you're either clickbaiting me and this one's fake or it's real because that's how that's how it all kind of works. That's how the algorithm like it only works based on uh, especially like especially the photo sites, you can confuse it very easily. Uh, whenever I'm doing the AI stuff at work, I always accidentally confuse it too much too quick and you need to give it a few steps before it's able to realize what it's doing. Um, so that's my personal, uh, you know, kind of interaction with artificial intelligence there, especially in the photos world. So I could see it. I could see they didn't specify that, you know, they wanted to, re- they didn't say something specifically about the culture or, you know, make my photo or like make my headshot look better doesn't account for race. So you'd have to give it a command like either like I either tell it you're a Japanese woman or tell it you're an Asian woman and then tell it to make your face re- resembling Asian features. Like you would have to be either more specific or not or, or get there eventually. It's not just going to do it every time you said. If you ask it for like Fred Durst on a, eating a hot dog on a jet ski, it's going to look for people on jet skis eating hot dogs and throw Fred Durst's face on it. And you're like, no, I want Fred Durst's body. See? Uh, so you're either goading me or not. I'm going to say this one's a headline. This one is a headline. Um, and she apparently Rana Wang was looking for a new LinkedIn profile picture with AI editing. And what it did is made her face a little more white, open up the eyes a little bit more, uh, bigger cheekbones, kind of just whitened her up a little bit. Now, I think the biggest thing I see with this story, Cam, I'm going to share this image with you is she's saying that she wants to improve her LinkedIn profile picture. We're looking at this together. The girl is wearing a baggy MIT sweater or shirt, t-shirt specifically. One, one sec here. I'm trying to, I'm trying to expand this, uh, this view. I can't quite see. Can't see it. Well, I, I can. It's just, it's like, it's as big. I got to pin it. That's what I got to do. So I can see it front and center. Okay. There so we go. Here, okay. Now I got here's, what, here, here's what we're looking at for a LinkedIn professional <laughs> profile picture what are we doing here what are that's fucking funny that is funny 
It's two different yeah. people. That's what's so funny. It's it's two different people. That's hilarious. Either way, that it, it, you're not scraping by with that for a LinkedIn profile pic. That's so funny. Yeah, that's it's two. Oh my god, it looks like two different people. Same hair. Yeah, that's like the curly, only bit. Oh, curly hair at the end. Like the yeah, even, it starts to curl it. Yeah. Get rid of the straight. I'd wonder what the prompts were. It's all. It's all. That it's all going to be about what the prompts were. For this one. Yeah. Yeah. You asked, you shall receive. Sucker. Okay, ready, ready for it? Yep. Uh, Italian judge rules groping is legal if only done for a few seconds. Ooh, interesting. Yeah, this they definitely set a precedent. Um, I don't think it'd be that vocabulary from a judge. <laughs> We're like, oh, come on, it's just a few seconds. <laughs> we deem it. It's, it's okay. Come on, take it easy. It's a few seconds. Take it no, no, no problem at all. This is where the... Yeah, get ready for emails from the Italian Anti-Defamation League. They're going to be they're all back. over us for they're, this episode. They're coming for us. Yeah, they've been waiting since Shark Tale to get That's on our asses. That's why Shark Tale 2 was never made. <laughs> that and studio funding. <laughs> Could have been made easily with the quality of that movie. Um, for a few seconds. that There's no way they can be that. Maybe they said, like, you have to be specific in a court ruling. But then again, um, let's say you're brushed up against someone in line and your hand actually touches their bum. And you're like, oh, sorry about that. And they're like, you animal. Is that a few seconds? Mm. Or let, 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 stay there for too long, right? Mm. We all know the Italians are a little more liberal with their groping. Um, but what is too much, Cam? I'm going to say this one's a headline just because I feel like the headline didn't do it truly justice. Cam, this one is a headline here for you uh, where an Italian judge recently ruled that groping is legal. It was only done for, quote, a few seconds. Uh, this happened after a, uh, a verdict clearing a school janitor of a sexual, a sexual assault charge from groping a 17-year-old student because it, quote, only lasted around 5 to 10 seconds. The teenager said... That's a long time. The janitor came up behind her as she was pulling up her pants um, while walking a friend up the stairs. Um, slipped his hand beneath her underpants, what? pulling on her undergarments, and he lifted her slightly in the air. Uh, he wedged her? Yeah, pretty much. The court ruled that the groping was just a few seconds and wasn't sexual, and that it was so brief that his argument that was that the joke that it was a joke was convincing enough, even though it was like a bad time to do it. Uh, the verdict will be appealed, obviously, because in Italy, uh, prosecutors and defense can both appeal uh, certain verdicts. Um, so that's uh, that happens. But hey, this is the uh, this is the way things are in Italy. This is actually the same court that in 1999 ruled that it was impossible to rape a woman wearing jeans since the tightness makes them impossible to remove without help. Oh boy. Yeah. So, like you said, Cam. A little more liberal with their groping. And there you have it. Okay, let's jump into some uh, plug or shrugs. Plug, get, or shrug, get, 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 plug, get, or shrug, get. Yep, end of the show. I got a plug here for you this weekend. Uh, I think it was last week, uh, I did some car camping 
and uh, well, I, I was in a small trailer, but you know, car camping things. You know, the the you know your the cook surface, you know, the small amount of foods, the coolers and stuff like that. And friends brought with them pre-made breakfast burritos that they made the night before, wrapped them in tin foil, and then kind of kept them like that. All they had to do is be heated up on the barbecue, put whatever you want, have a good meal, saw it. Couldn't stop thinking about it. Fuck making eggs and bacon, transporting the whole thing. No, I'm making all my breakfast burritos the night before, just heating up the day of. Very good play, especially when you have a car trip in the morning Mm -hmm. and you're anal like me and you're like, we will be out the door at 6.05 because we will wake up at 5.30 because we need to have a pot of coffee to drink beforehand. (laughs) We need 35 minutes of coffee and shit. Yeah, you need to get it all out. And I need so, yeah, to, I need to get a, qu- and I need to get a quick canoe in. Yeah, easily, and scroll TikTok for forty-five minutes. You know the routine. <laughs> yeah. Uh, good. Yeah, no, I'm, I'm a big fan of that. Especially big w- camping's good. Trips are good. I, when you're going ice fishing, like anything where you just want to get going and you want to have a good meal, like it's a great play. Mm-hmm. Uh, I'm gonna plug a YouTube channel that I found. I I it I think it's great for just fun. It's like four minute clips. Uh, it's called John Boy Media. Media. Have you heard about this? You hear about this? I don't think so. But go so on. So it's a guy who does. He reads lips in baseball, but oh, he does guy. like, yeah, quick analysis of plays. Like, all right, guys, we got uh, Blue Jays and Yankees here. Uh, pitch comes inside, and we see uh, uh, Bo Bichette say. That was fucking inside. And you can see them read the lips and then them going back and forth with the thing. And he's like, he gets thrown out. John Snyder comes in and he says, you've been off all night. And you can watch them read the lips. It's so much fun. And they're short <laughs> clips. Yeah. And they just get like, baseball is such a fun, funny sport mm-hmm. because it's so, had so many weird rules to it and like procedures. And, and nothing really happens. The whole time. I mean, I've watched baseball all week. Now that they have the new rules, dude, it's the best. Yes. The oh, best. new baseball is so much better than old baseball. Yeah, highly, highly. Imagine recommend. new so baseball with steroids. How much better that would be? Oh, new I'm baseball sure and dingers all the time. Dude, when's the last time someone got yanked from baseball for steroids? Exactly. Bring it back. Yeah. No, stero- no that's what I'm saying. Steroids are definitely still oh, in it. Oh, they're just not, they're yeah. just not checking. Like the one sport that's being strict about steroids, the UFC, and p- guys get popped all the time because they're checking. Like when you have the fox guard in the hen house, guess what's going to happen? Oh, oh um, I was going to say Jose Bautista. Vladimir Guerrero got popped for steroids. Mm, yeah, let's not say anything. Like, of course, you're not going to say shit. Aaron LeBron Judge. James. Aaron Judge, yeah. LeBron, same with the NBA. When's that? Like, dude. You think LeBron James will ever get caught for steroids? Not a chance. You can take all of them in the world. He's never going to get someone caught. Someone was caught for steroids. Someone was caught with diuretic like three years ago, maybe. I yeah, and it was some dog shit player, I bet, right? No, no, no. They were a good player. Um, he probably had something 20, he did against David Stern. 20 game suspension. Yeah. He pissed on his grave. <laughs> yeah, exactly. Well, that's uh, that sounds like a lot of fun. Checked out John Boy and <clears throat> breakfast burritos when you're camping. That is all the time we have for the show, folks. Thanks for listening. We'll be back next week, of course, as we uh, make our way. I guess we, you know, we're cleared past 150. We got to make it to that 200th episode. It's coming up. It's coming up. And folks, never forget when you look at the moon. Never forget it is actually more narrow than this land of Australia. 
Yeah, crazy. I'm Cam McClure signing off. <laughs> Thanks, bye. Tonight on Two Seas in a Pod. 96.7 on your... Two C's in a pot, 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 two